Hi, this is Nicholas Tutora, and welcome to another episode of Tutora Time. On our show, we discuss the issues of the day and how they are affecting our society, our nation, and the world. Thanks for joining us. Hi, this is Nicholas Tutora, and welcome to another episode of Tutora Time. Today is January 20th, 2021, and it is a very dramatic day, a very sad yet important day in American history, as uh, today Donald Trump's presidency came to an end and Joe Biden was sworn in as president of the United States. Kamala Harris was sworn in as vice president of the United States. You know, this election was fraught with so many inconsistencies, irregularities. There was evidence of voter irregularities. A lot of questions with the Dominion machines. There was over 2,500 sworn affidavits. Um, and yet no court ever took the case. No court ever heard the evidence. Everything was thrown out uh, on procedure. So the people who witnessed um, irregularities, fraud perhaps, none of them were actually ever heard from in court. Uh, as in contrast to the impeachment, the first impeachment trial of Donald Trump, uh, there was evidence of there was a there was an impeachment trial started over third person hearsay evidence from one anonymous whistleblower. So whatever you think of the election, there is clearly a double standard there because twenty five hundred plus sworn affidavits signed under penalty of perjury versus one anonymous whistleblower. Um, the second one got a full trial. Uh, the other one didn't even get its day in court. Um, also, one of the things that I find a little difficult to swallow in the uh, Biden presidency is that usually, you know, usually it's rare that somebody doesn't win a second term. Last one was George Bush the first, and then Jimmy Carter. And, you know, Bush the first was a continuation of Reagan, and he didn't do such a great job anyway. So people were kind of tired of that. He went back on tax promises. And then Jimmy Carter was just a complete disaster um, economically for America's stature around the world. But Donald Trump actually did a lot of good things for people across the board. So even when you throw off a one-term president, it's usually to go forward now in a new direction, one that has not been charted before. I don't think I've ever seen in my life a president be voted out so we could go back to the pre-existing policies, which is what's happening now. Um, Biden is going to reinstitute Obama's policies. I mean, this is really Obama's third term. As Obama said in one of his interviews, you know, because you can't run for a third term as president in the United States. And Obama was, well, if I could do it without having to actually run, if I could just be in my basement and my sweats with my earbuds in calling the shots, then that would be good. So that's basically what we have now. Joe Biden is basically a complete puppet uh, of the globalists of Barack Obama. The whole thing was really a setup just to get Kamala Harris there. Uh, I, I believe that they'll 25th 
amendment, Joe Biden out of that office by April at the latest, and then Kamala will be president, which was their plan all along. Um, you know, she ran in the primaries. She was supposed to be the new Obama. They were trying to, you know, make all this about her, but the people rejected her. She only got 2% in the primaries. Actually, she dropped out. She was only polling. She never even ran in a primary. She dropped out before the Iowa caucus. That's how low her polling was. So she's certainly no galvanizing figure, regardless of how the media is desperately trying to paint her. You know, I'm really not so concerned about what sneakers she wears. Um, I know that's like a big thing. And you could see the fairness of the media in the Vogue cover. Melania Trump uh, was a supermodel who, you know, appeared in fashion magazines for a living, yet she never got one Vogue cover. And Kamala, before they're even sworn in, um, is on the cover of Vogue and supposed to be all the rage. So, you know, the double standard is clearly there. One of the first things Joe Biden did today was he re-entered the Paris Climate Accord, which is a disaster for the United States. Um, it's about controlling carbon emissions. First of all, the science of global warming is sketchy at best. Uh, people like to talk about the consensus of the science. Well, a lot of the science is, a lot of those studies about global warming is paid for by people who will only continue to be paid if they say global warming is real. So the studies themselves are kind of skewed. Uh, but even with that, this climate accord uh, lists China as a developing nation, which actually allows China not to abide by the rules of the Paris Accord, but the United States has to. Uh, and that affects our industrial base, our economic base, our productivity. So basically, our ability to produce energy is now going to be hampered, dictated by the terms of the Paris Climate Accord. And China doesn't have to follow that. China, India, they could just keep polluting. They could just keep spewing filth into the air to build their economies up to the year 2030. But the United States has to start abiding by that. And our sovereignty is now being uh, chosen for us by those in Brussels and those part of the globalist uh, cabal. Uh, also, another very thing about troubling thing about Kamala Harris was she led those hearings. She was a senator on those hearings against uh, Brett Kavanaugh. And, you know, they accused Kavanaugh of rape. They went back to his childhood and came up with people just randomly making up stories. Even that woman, what was her name? Blase Ford. Even the people that she called as witnesses to back her up said they never witnessed any of the things she was saying. Yet Kamala Harris was so eager and determined to uh, say that uh, that Kavanaugh was a rapist. So I don't know. There's somebody sitting in the chair of vice president who is happy to try to perpetrate lies against somebody's reputation in order for political gain. I, I only imagine what she has in store for the rest of us down the road. I, I can't say that that's a fair-minded person. Um, you know, the Kavanaugh hearing was a mess. Also, during that Kavanaugh hearing, it shows you the hypocrisy of the left because they're talking about how the, the riot at Capitol Hill, and yeah, that was bad, the rioting at the Capitol. But um, during that Kavanaugh hearing, the, the Capitol was under siege. I mean, there was people screaming out in the middle of the hearings. People were, there was violence, there was anarchy. 
in the streets of Washington, protests, Chuck Schumer's on the steps of the Supreme Court at another point, you know, calling out the justices of the Supreme Court that if, you know, they don't go along with what he wants is going to be hell to pay. They're going to reap the whirlwind. So the double standard is just, you know, unbelievable. Uh, Donald Trump returned to his private life. And I want to thank him, President Trump, for everything you did for the country. You're the first outsider the, who you're the first person who was an out or true outsider who never actually held political office before, but yet rose to the level of president of the United States. And that's quite an achievement. Uh, that's also the reason they hate him, because they he did it without them. He didn't need their money. He didn't need their machine. He did it on his own. So thank you, Donald Trump, because you really did a lot. You were a president who did indeed put the interests of the American people first. And for that, you were maligned and ridiculed, but not from the people who respect you. So thank you for everything that you did. Uh, as president of the United States, I know it certainly wasn't, uh, it wasn't easy. The other thing that's really incredible about the left is now they're trying to say that they want unity. They want peace. They want harmony. You know, they've been calling us Nazi, fascist, racist, every name under the book for the last five years. And now they want unity. I kind of find them, they're like an abusive spouse who beats the crap out of their spouse and then says, uh, now, honey, I love you. Now let's join. Now be nice. It, it, there's an abusive quality to all of the rhetoric that comes out of the left. And uh, I haven't even watched his inauguration yet. I'll probably watch it later today. I couldn't bring myself to watch it. It's too depressing. What we learned in this country during this election cycle was if there's an election and if methods of voting are questioned, you really don't have a right to say anything. If you do, you'll be uh, deplatformed, you'll be called an insurrectionist, a domestic terrorist, whatever it may be. This is what the left has in store for the people of the United States. A lot of division, uh, a lot of hatred. They're looking to, they're not looking for justice. They're looking for vengeance in many cases. You can't, people alive today, nobody alive today was a slave in America. Nobody alive today was a slave owner in America. You can't punish people today for things that happened 200 years ago. It's absurd. And this victim narrative of who's the biggest victim, it's really horrible. How can you claim just based on your skin color that your victimhood is greater than somebody else's? You don't know what happened to people. People have been raped and people have been suffered through family crisis and deaths of family and god forbid deaths of children and sickness illness poverty uh, it's wrong to say that somebody's pain is more significant than another person's pain in america we are individuals and we should be judged as such i don't want to be i'm not a representative for italian americans you know i'm an individual person i shouldn't be held guilty for the crimes of john gotti or something like that Everybody is an individual in America, and you should be judged accordingly. So this very well, in my opinion, is a new phase now we're in. We've never been here before where a person has been installed as president, surrounded by 26,000 armed guards. I mean, 26,000 armed soldiers, right? 
I, I would say a trained American soldier would be able to take on five untrained people, even if they were like militia or something like that. So what exactly was Joe Biden expecting? Was he expecting 150,000 armed Trump supporters to descend on Washington, D.C.? I mean, this is the narrative they want to create because they want to create panic among people. But was he really expecting that? And if he was, maybe you're not really the elected president of the United States. But either way, seems we're stuck with him, uh, at least until they give him the shaft come April. And actually, Joe Biden is going to be the first victim of the white privilege that they preach, because as with all evil, first they start with an external enemy. Right now, it's Trump and his supporters. After they are tired of that now it's going to start within their own party who's the most woke who's the real authentic person so the aoc wing will start turning on the schumer wing and eventually the aoc wing will devour themselves it has to be because when you're building on lies eventually the whole thing has to fall apart so all i can say is stay strong keep freedom and liberty alive in your heart if you're on the side that is celebrating today, well, I suggest you start to open your heart to the rest of the country because half of the country is not in agreement with you. Uh, and Donald Trump never took away anybody's rights. So I hope those on the left will stand up for the rights of their fellow citizens and not try to look for ways to demonize us because regardless of what they say about Trump, he never did that to anybody. Keep freedom alive in your heart. Remember, you live in a free country. This is the United States of America. At least it was a free country. But we are free people because of what we think here. We have to keep freedom alive within us. Talk to everybody you know about it. And little by little, hopefully, we could restore America to its true glory. And, you know, hopefully Biden and Harris, hopefully they'll wake up. They'll do some things for everybody. And... Uh, Hopefully they can do something to heal the country. Donald Trump wished them luck, and I'll, I'll wish them luck also. You know, they should. I don't agree with them. I have very serious questions about the election. But if they're going to be there, hopefully they could do something right for everybody. Well, I'm Nicholas Tutara, and I'll talk to you again on another episode of Tutara Time. Mm -hmm.